podcast about friends and how I met your mother. I'm David. I'm Natalie. How are you, Natalie? Oh, exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) Took a lot out of me. No, I'm great. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Good. It's the most wonderful time of the year, all that. Most wonderful time of yeah. the year. The holiday season is upon us. Feeling festive. <laughs> uh, yeah. Simply and having a wonderful Christmas Simply time. having a wonderful Christmas time. Ro- Chestnuts roasting on our open fire. Saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Yeah. Made a, made a dreidel out of clay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> had, a, had a little dreidel. Um, and then, of course, <laughs> we'll be celebrating Kwanzaa with your family. Yeah. <laughs> Can I tell the story? Please, yes. <laughs> Every year, um, Natalie puts together a uh, family calendar mm-hmm. um, for, you know, a wall calendar for the, mm-hmm. the whole year. And for December of 2024, she picked some holiday-themed photos and then right smack dab in the center, put a menorah. Or so she thought until we were all looking at it today when we exchanged presents and someone pointed out first, like, wait. There's no, only... I pointed it out. I was like, wait a second. Yeah, there's two, there aren't enough candles. And you're like, oh, that's a Kwanzaa candle. <laughs> well, we learned that it's a Kanara. A Kanara. So yeah. anyone who celebrates, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was a, you know. Ac- accidental Kanara. Yeah. Yeah. None of us in, on your side of the family or my side of the family celebrates uh uh, Kwanzaa. Yeah. So I noticed it. And then, so like when you make these calendars, they make it real easy for you and give you like suggested right. clip art to insert into the calendar. Yeah. So I just like, oh, there we go. And yeah. right smack dab in the middle of it. <laughs> and everyone had a nice laugh. Yeah. But you even look like I oh, yeah. showed it to you. You didn't notice. Okay. But like, I mean, as I said earlier today, I'm not the menorah police here. <laughs> You know, yeah, I'm. You know, I'm. I'm, I'm not Jewish. I never saw a menorah. That's not true. I saw menorahs, but yeah. uh, still, yeah, I'm not. I'm not the one who's supposed to be able to pick a menorah out of a lined up lineup. Yeah, at least I know what a candelabra is. Do you remember? Um, yeah, we're big Amazing Race fans. Yeah, um, we've talked about that before. And one of the funniest things that's ever happened in the Amazing Race. <laughs> I love when something like that's not supposed to be a hard part of the clue becomes yeah. hard because the person just doesn't know. Yeah. And so they were supposed to find like a candelabra with like a, a one of the candelabras had the a clue under yeah. it. Yeah, something like that. Um, and one guy <laughs> kept going up to people in this space and saying, are you a candelabra? Are you a candelabra? Are you a ca-? He didn't know what a candelabra was. And he said, what's yeah. a candelabra? Are you a candelabra? Yeah. Are you a candelabra? Yeah. <laughs> So, yes. That is funny. Yeah. So, we know about candelabras. Now I know the difference between a menorah and a canara. Yep. Yeah. So, so in a menorah. In all honesty, yeah, happy Kwanzaa if you celebrate that. There are nine <laughs> candles. In a canara, there are seven. Yeah. Three on either side of a middle. Yeah. Center one. Yeah. Uh, but this is not a podcast about December holidays. We're not here to talk about Diwali. We're not here to talk about Idel Fatur. Yeah. I just realized I never said that out loud, and I don't yeah. know if that's I how you pronounce that's it. That's right, yeah. Um, we're here to talk about the American television sitcoms Friends and How I Met Your Mother. We watch an episode of each each week. Uh, we take turns recapping, uh, comparing, contrasting. We have all sorts of different uh, segments and stuff. We're Right now, we're on season six, episode 12 of both shows. Season six, episode 12 of Friends is called The One with the Joke. 
Season 6, Episode 12 of How I Met Your Mother is called False Positive. We're going to put a pin in False Positive, and we're going to restart with Season 6, Episode 12 of Friends, the one with the joke. Uh... So the cold open here is sometimes the cold open on Friends or or, or on How I Met Your Mother is like just its own like standalone thing. But mm-hmm. this is introducing the the premise of the episode right away. Ross comes into the and perk. take an espresso shot. Right, it's a perk opening. Yeah, we started the perk. Everybody do a shot of espresso. Uh, es- oh my god, I just said espresso. Espresso. Oof. Espresso. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Ross comes in, he's got the new issue of Playboy, and he and he's uh, very happy um, to report that they've published a joke that he sent in. I'm not being like, I'm not pretending not to know things about Playboy. I don't know, is that a real, like, was that a real thing at some point, that they published jokes that other people sent in in Playboy? probably. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was never really uh, a Playboy reader. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I once, for a short film that I made in film school, um, uh, purchased a Hustler at the convenience store. Because that's like the cooler one, right? Like, Mm, I think politically, Hustler is probably pretty, uh, or at least at the time, very libertarian, you know? Mm. Um, And it's also, like, more hardcore. Like, there's never, like, penetration in Playboy, you know? But Hustler has, like, hardcore, like... Really? Yeah, Hustler is more hardcore. I don't think I knew that. Yeah. Um, So, Playboy is more tasteful. Okay. I knew Playboy was more tasteful. And it seemed like, kind of, like, this is what, like, parents looked at. You know? Like, it it seemed kind of, like, refined, in a way. Yeah, and I mean, people joke about, like... I read it for the articles, but like there were they articles. do have a history yeah. of like yeah. having like good writers and and publishing worthwhile yeah. stuff. Um, but no, I bought because it, it was just for, for one visual gag in the short film. Um, uh, my friend Tony played a guy who got locked out of his apartment and like just uh, is trying to kill time, waiting for his roommate to come home, and. Um, he ends up like going to seed or whatever, and at one point he like starts going through his neighbor's mail, and so I had him pull out a Manila envelope that was addressed to the teacher of the class, oh. <laughs> um, who was a gay man. So yeah. it was especially funny to me that yeah. he would like see like the teacher's name and then pull out uh, a hustler, and even like in when it, when it, when I showed it as the end of my like project, my my teacher was like, "Oh, if it had anything but hustler." <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I think that that's the only time I ever actually like bought physical porn was for uh, a short film that I made. Yeah, I've bought physical f- porn, but like for a job. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. I mean, I worked at a store that had porn, and sometimes I would have to go pick it up. Yeah. Um. But, but oh, that yeah. wasn't me batting it. That yeah. was me just picking it up on behalf. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we're way off. All right, so uh, Chandler says... So I had a question. Oh, go ahead. Um, so, I mean, this was an actual issue of Playboy from the year 2000, I'm assuming? Let's see. But, but that's what I was wondering. Like, is there really, like, a farm-themed spread? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> because um, you get to that later, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah. So I wonder if this is actual cover and this is like the actual accurate contents of this issue. Here it is. That's, that the, is, cover. that's the cover. You can currently uh, buy one on uh, eBay for $31 as the opening bid, I think. Okay. Um, 
yeah, but I don't know if I don't know what's in the inside. Um, yeah, but it's the 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 two thousand January two thousand. Any mention edition. of like farm life? No, all I can see is the cover. Okay. Um, yeah, let's see. Uh, it has the same the Grand Marnier ad on the back yeah. that we saw. Yeah. So this. Oh, is... let's see. Let's see. Here's a table of contents. Let's see. Um, Da, da, da. Okay, this see is if all there's the, a joke, like, is there a joke portion? Yeah. No, this is, these are all just like the, and the cover, articles. The cover girl, we don't know if it's farm. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Sorry. All right. I don't know. I don't know what's on the inside. Okay. Um, well, okay, we we got to catch up. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, it's, I set the pace by doing that slow opening, and now we're just like taking our time. Okay. Um, so Ross is proud of the joke, but then Chandler reads it and says that he came up with that joke. And Ross stole it from him, and Ross says, nah-uh. Um, after the titles, um, Chandler comes over to Joey's apartment because he wants to watch um, the behind the music about Hart yeah. <laughs> with him. And, and uh, uh, Monica's watching the Food Network or something. Mm -hmm. And it turns out Joey hasn't paid his cable bill mm -hmm. or the phone bill because he's money is tight. Yeah. Uh, especially since Janine moved out. He's trying to pay the whole rent him, himself. Yeah. Um, I mean, you don't have to have cable to have, you, have, you know, you have an antenna or whatever. Yeah. I'm just saying. I grew up without cable, so I, I know these struggles. Yes. Um, anyway. Uh, and then across the hall, the ladies are, like, looking at Playboy and making jokes about... It's It feels like, I mean... In the year 2000. In the year 2000. <laughs> our, our audience is old enough to know that reference. Yes. Um, Playboy turned 35 years old. So I feel like them like making fun of Playboy is like real dusty humor. It's Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I, I was... I, I didn't find it at all t uh, to be very funny at all. But it leads to um, the... Uh, question among the ladies of like if you had to date one of the other two yeah. who would it be and of yeah. course monica and rachel are both diplomatic about it and say you know i can't i can't choose but phoebe just instinctively goes rachel yeah <laughs> um and that make, makes monica mad um let's see we're at the perk and we find out that ross got paid a hundred dollars for the joke and chandler's gonna like chase him down to tell the bank teller when he deposits it yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, what if it's, like, not, like, a hot female bank teller? That was, I, like, the assumption. That like, was the assumption, yeah. 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 Like, Ross is going to impress some, like, hot bank teller. Yeah. But, like, how do you know who's working that day? Yeah. I imagine Ross being in line, and there's, like, the next one open is, like, a dude. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you go ahead of me. Yeah. <laughs> I bet bank tellers get that. Ooh. Right. Well, any like customer service, like person gets that. But I'm saying that I guess there are uh, like how many other options? I guess there are other places where you're like in a line and there are multiple windows, like the DMV or whatever. Yeah. I'm sure lady workers at any of those kind of places get guys trying to like. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. This is this is why we have dating apps now. No one needs to be hitting on people in real life ever again. We can very cleanly compartmentalize our social lives. Yeah. You don't need to make people uncomfortable. It's a perfect system. You've got dating it works, apps. It works so well for so many people. It's, I mean, most people meet online now, right? Yeah, but a lot of people struggle with dating apps because they're 
not great. I wouldn't know. Yeah. Literally never used one. Yeah. At your uh, request, I signed up for, not request, but like I was inspired by you. I signed up for Bumble for Friends. Bumble BFF. Yeah, Bumble BFF. Bumble for, for Friends. It's like yeah. trying to like meet friends to hang out with. Yeah. Um, it's <laughs> so far it's been yeah same here fun but um, uh, yeah find me on Bumble BFF we haven't met our new best friends no I don't know you had you had a bite the other night was the uh, a cool oh, like had, uh, witchy lady people yeah um, anyway uh, I will probably never open it again I'll, I'll forget I have it yeah uh, okay then uh, Gunther offers Joey a job at the perk because he needs money. Because after Chandler chases Ross out, Joey's left with the bill and he can't pay it. Yeah. Um, uh, he's like, I'm cutting back on paying for things. Or yeah. Like that. Um, Gunther offers him the job. He's like, I don't know, because my friends come here. And also, like, I used to be on TV and now it seems like a step down. Yeah. Uh, but it happens. I mean. Yeah. We know, I mean, not know personally, but friend of a friend, a hostess at a restaurant that we go to bar and restaurant we go to who has been on tv has like literally like starred in her own show at one point i see like other actors comics like just as bartenders around la yeah it happens this is why they strike because uh they're not getting paid even if someone has been like on multiple tv shows even had her own show yeah is like oh i haven't worked for six months i gotta go back to hostessing something wrong with the system there you know, with some there's, with and the, there's nothing wrong with hostessing. With the, there's nothing wrong with no. Like, but I'm saying y- yes. That if you if you have the career that she has, yes. and, and and six that, months of no work means you have to like yes. go back to another job. Yes, that's that shows that people aren't getting paid fairly. Totally. Yeah, yeah. nothing wrong with hostessing. Come on. Or like getting a job at Trader Joe's or getting yeah, a job. No, at, nothing wrong with any of that. But it yeah. shows that the industry is not paying its talent. Yes. This is why they strike. Yes. Okay. Oh man, we are so off, so off base. Um, blah, blah, blah. Uh, that night, Monica and Chandler both can't sleep because Monica's mad that uh, Phoebe would choose Rachel. Would choose Rachel, and Chandler's Chandler. mad that Ross stole his joke. Yes. Um, meanwhile, they hear a noise outside, and Joey has snuck across the hall to watch TV in the middle of the night, and he's yeah. like wrapped in a comforter. It's yeah. very funny. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. So Monica shows up at um, Phoebe and Rachel's apartment, which is still a pottery barn. Yeah. Um, and uh, Phoebe says she wouldn't date Monica because Monica's high maintenance, which Monica takes offense to. But then Rachel said she, or Phoebe said she would date Rachel because Rachel's a pushover, and Rachel takes offense to that. Obviously, um, at the perk, Joey is <laughs> working there, but trying to. Act like he's just like, I'm going to the bar. You want me to get you anything? Bring his friend's coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he does it to other people, like even not his friends. Yeah. Um, but he gets caught. Uh, and Ross is a dick and treats him like, <laughs> he's just like, get me my coffee or whatever. Yeah. But Rachel's like, hey, I worked here. Here's some tips. Yeah. Rachel's very nice about it. Um, later, Monica and F- Rachel confront Phoebe and call her flaky. And she's like, yeah, I know. Uh, let's see. Joey... Um, has an audition and he wants to like skip out on work for an hour but Gunther has a hair appointment and won't let him uh, go I didn't put this in my funniest moment so it's a very very funny moment in there did you put it in yours um, when Gunther says I have an appointment to get my hair dyed and Joey's like oh I like your natural color <laughs> yeah no I didn't put it but it was funny <laughs> um, 
blah, blah, blah. So Joey goes to the edition anyway and just closes the perk in the middle of the day. Um, when I was working at a video store, I would sometimes work long shifts alone. And I would never close the store for a whole hour. Yeah. But there'd be times that I would like... Be back in five. I would call to the Quiznos down the street and place an order and then just, like, wait till there's no one in the store, lock the door, run to Quiznos, pick up my order, and run back. It was never more than five minutes. I remember, like, being in the store by myself and, like, having to pee and being, like, nervous. Like, do I just, like, make a run for it? I, like, look in the parking lot. I'm like, if I'm real fast, I can do this. Is this where you learn to be such a fast peer? Maybe. Because you are. Maybe. I get it done. Yeah. You know, in and out. So I'm, like... If I saw a car, like, pulling in, I would wait. But there's been times that, like, we had no customers for hours, yeah. you know, and I'm just, like, yeah. sitting there. So I would, like, run to the back. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, you you are a fast peer, and I'm a, I'm a slow peer um, because I'm, like, it's sort of like, you know, when you get in the car with me? Mm-hmm. I don't, like, start the car right away. Yeah. I gotta like get set up. Yeah, and I feel like I do the same thing when I go into the men's room. I'm like, right, let me get up my phone. Let me look at yeah. Instagram, and then I'm like, all right, I'll get I'll get around to peeing. Yeah, no, I don't use my phone <laughs> while I'm peeing. But it's a great way to looking at your phone is a great way. So, because some there are some men who want to chat at the urinals. Mm. I hate it. Mm-hmm. Looking at your phone at the urinal is a good way to say like, I don't want to chat with you while we're mm. peeing together. Yeah, I just like. There's one thing you do, you know, like you yeah. go in, yeah. you go out, you take care of business. Um, friends and mothers, let us know. Oh, yeah. Um, do you use the phone in a public uh, bathroom? And how fast do you pee? Yeah. So hashtag. Uh, pee phone? No. I'm, I'm getting worse somehow. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know how fast do you pee. Um, well, you know, like uh, in a car race, the person who starts first is in pole position. Okay. Pee position. Okay. I don't know. Hashtag pee position. I don't so know. So are sounds we like asking friends and mothers to time themselves? If you want, I'm not saying. Yeah. But I like I know that Natalie's a fast peer, and I know that I'm a slow peer. Yeah. Um, I'm an often peer. Maybe that's why. Like you hold it up, and then like. I, Here's what I think it is, to be all, to be honest. Okay. Because it's also why I take long showers. Yeah. Is that I grew up in a large family. Yeah. And often being just in the bathroom with the door shut and locked was like a good way to get some fucking part privacy and quiet for mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I do think that I kind of think of a bathroom is, or, or a restroom as kind of like a sanctuary where I can yeah. like, you know. Like if you've ever done, you ever been at a dinner... That you're at compulsively. Like, mm-hmm. you're not necessarily fun. It's like, yeah. this is a work thing or this is a family thing yeah. or whatever, you know. Have you ever said, like, I need to go to the bathroom, just even, just even need, though you didn't, yeah. just to, like, take a breath for? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I do I do that. So I think that's kind of why I take my time is it's like, oh. Right, but when we're home, like, are you trying to escape me? Yeah, like, oh, sometimes I got to just, like. Oh, no. Okay, here's my thing is I have... <laughs> I've deduced that I have a small bladder. It doesn't mm-hmm. hold much, so I have to pee often. Yeah. But then when it's time to go, it's like real quick. It's just, you know, six ounces max. <laughs> like a wine pour. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, this is going to get gross if I keep following this. Um, 
blah, blah, blah. Where, I don't even remember where I was. Um, oh, Chandler and Ross ask Monica to settle the argument mm-hmm. over who came up with the joke, mm-hmm. and she tells them off about how the joke isn't even funny. And I like that we never hear the joke, which is great. Yeah. Um, it doesn't sound very funny. No, it doesn't sound very funny. It has to do with the monkey. Monkeys aren't... People think monkeys are funny. They're not funny. Yeah. Um, I hate... Hate a, a, a chimp dressed as... A dressed in human clothes. Hate it. Yeah. Like, it makes me sick to see. Yeah. Because <laughs> I feel bad for the chimp, but also, like, I feel grossed out because they're too human-like. Yeah. And But mostly I just feel bad for the chimp. Leave yeah. chimps alone. Leave them alone. Yeah. Because they will rip your face nuts off. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. You piss these chimps off. Yeah. You get like a, a nope situation. You know? Yeah. Oh, um, that was scary. Yeah. Uh, okay. Joey got fired for closing the uh, perk, but Rachel gets him his job back yeah. because Gunther's a pushover for Rachel, but Rachel gets to like prove yeah. that she's not a, punch, yeah. a, a pushover. Meanwhile, Chandler has a nice little speech about how he likes... Uh, that Monica's high maintenance because he likes maintaining her, which I feel like I know this is not a reflection on you at all, but I relate to that feeling of like, it feels good to be useful in a relationship, you know? Mm. But I think that's just me. I don't think that's about you because mm. that, that has always applied with other relationships. That My I've eyes had. are getting yeah. very small. <laughs> mm. um, I don't think of you as high maintenance, um, but I do like that feeling of being useful. Uh, but that's, like I said, nothing to do with you. It's been true in past relationships as well. Okay. Uh, Maybe I should um, be more high maintenance. No, I think it's okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I'm happy to just make, make sure you have your sodas, and that's kind of the main thing I have to maintain, right? Yeah. Take to, out the garbage. Take out the trash. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a tag at the end where uh, the ladies ask, ask the boys, like, which one of the other two would you date? And it's the same thing where um, Joey and Ross are both, like, diplomatic about it. Yeah. But then Chandler's like, Joey. Joey. <laughs> which is, like, obviously the right answer. Yeah. Who would want to date Ross except for, I guess, Rachel somehow? Uh, all right. Taking He's forever. He's married a lot of people. Yeah. That's true. Um, taking forever. Oh, yeah. You and I saw... Oppenheimer finally saw Oppenheimer yesterday. Um, and uh, Emily's dad <laughs> plays Albert Einstein. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tom Conti from Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence, and other things, of course. Uh, should we move on to Funniest Moments, or do you have any other stray observations? Uh, no, that's it. Okay. Um, this was, I don't know if you even, uh, you probably caught it because we have a big enough TV. When, when Phoebe says first says the words high maintenance about Monica, did you look at Rachel? Because <laughs> Rachel made a face like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was great. Yeah, it was a great little reaction because it was like she's not even like this focus of the frame, but she's like sitting on the couch next to Phoebe and she's like, ooh, yeah, yeah. And that same scene, this kind of was on my list, but um, uh. Yeah, Monica's like so offended, and then I think Rachel's like, "No, you're right. You're you're easygoing." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, man, this is the second week in a row where someone like doesn't like Monica and is very specific about the reasons. Janine yeah. thought she was too loud. Yeah. Now Phoebe thinks she's high maintenance. I think she's just she's just a lot, you know. Like, hey, and I, that's okay. I love Monica. Yeah, me too. Like, 
You ask me which of the three of them I would want to date? Monica. Yeah. 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 I mean, she's... Obviously, they're all, like, very beautiful. Yes. She's also, like, cute and charming. But also, like, you have a long-term relationship with Monica. You live in a beautiful home. You get beautiful food cooked for you all the time. Like, yeah, she's a catch. Yeah. Um, Do you have another funny one? Um, Uh, I have a couple more. Yeah, when um, Joey's, like, pretending to just, like, get people coffee. (laughs) um, And... I think this might be mine. Gunther, like... Oh, no. Like, gives him an apron to put on. And Rachel's like, Joey, do you work here? And he's like, no. And then someone in the restaurant is like, waiter, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Do you work here? No. Waiter, yeah. Yeah? (laughs) Uh, But it's like, it's rude for, like, a customer to be like, waiter. Like, just scream across the coffee shop. Yeah. Um, Okay, then, yeah, that was going to be my next one. So I only have one more. (laughs) When... (laughs) They ask Joey how his audition went, and he says, terribly, I didn't get the job, and I got fired from the perk. And Phoebe's like, wow, that is a bad audition. Yeah. Um, The idea of um, a sneeze muffin, like giving Ross a sneeze muffin, that was one of the... um, the tips that Rachel gave to Joey, like, if someone's rude to you, give them a sneeze muffin. Yeah. and Ross is, like, just being annoying, asking for a coffee repeatedly. Yeah, and Joey says, I'm going to throw in a muffin for free. Yeah. And he, like, winks at Rachel. Yeah. Um, and also, you already talked about it, but Joey sitting on the floor watching TV in a comforter. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's sitting so close to the TV on the floor, it's very childlike yeah. and cute. Yeah. Uh, Any more? Nope. Should we move on to Friends with Make It Fashion? Yep. All right. Gunther. I mean, this is a Gunther-heavy episode, mm-hmm. and he had three looks across yeah. the episode, and they... I, I rank them, they're all good. I go three, one, two in terms of the looks. So I'm going to okay. say his third look with the... Uh, roses? The, the shirt that was had huge, yeah. like, huge close-up of, rose, of roses on it. That was the coolest. Um, his first look was the polka dot shirt with the orange tie. Um, and then his second look was a yellow shirt, which you know I like a yellow shirt. But the tie here was like kind of like... Purple rings? I don't know. The tie was not the greatest in the second look. But he looked fantastic. Yeah. I love Gunther. Um, can I backtrack real quick? This is, like, kind of in my funniest moments that I missed. Yeah, of course. Is, like, a guy, um, like, comes to sit at the um, at the bar at the restaurant, and Joey's practicing. His, his only line for the audition is, like, hey, you can't sit here. And yeah. he says that. And the guy's like, oh, sorry. And Joey's like, wait, you believe me? <laughs> I need to I need to go to this audition. I need to close the entire yeah. coffee shop. Yeah, you're just like you. Do you believe me? He's like, I believed you were saving the chairs. Like, so you'd hire me for what? For what? <laughs> this guy's so confused. He's very uh, funny. Do you have any, I have more make it fashion? Do you? Um, uh, Joey looks great in plaid, and Phoebe has hair jewels. I didn't like him. No, didn't like him. No. Uh, you know what I did like is Rachel's red sweater with like the white. Uh, rectangular elbow patches. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I wasn't so hot on that. I liked it. It had the, like, I don't know what you call the, the, the ends, the ends, like the bottom and the wrist that looked like, they like kind of intentionally looked unfinished. Like it intentionally looked like someone just like snipped off yeah, the end. Yeah, that I, was like a look. I liked that. Era. I don't really like that. Huh. Okay. Um, all right. So should we move on under the umbrella? Yes. What do we got? Um, we got some, uh, fat phobia thrown in. Um, oh my God. Yeah. Shots fired at, at heart. heart. Yeah. Oh my God. Like 
these are gorgeous women throughout history. Like yeah. they've always been gorgeous, but he makes like a horrible comment. Like I don't want to miss when they were skinny. And Ugh. Chandler. Chandler sucks. Yeah. Um, there's a giant plate of cookies. The girls are like having cookies and tea. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, like the idea of like pairing up, you know, like picking, picking friends, pairing up. Mm-hmm. Like who would you date? Yeah. Yeah. Um, money woes for Joey. Yeah. yeah. Gunther loves Rachel. Yep. Um, a little bit of gay panic thrown in there. Cause what would an episode be without it? And that's how you're interpreting the very end? Yeah. Because I was like, well, maybe they're just being, maybe Ross and Joey are just being politic the way that. But we Monica know these and, people. We know these people. I know. By I, now. Just, I guess I want to think the best of them. Okay. Um, the only thing I had that you didn't have is uh, we get reminded the, uh, of Marcel. Ross mentions that he had a yes, monkey. Yes, that's yeah. true. He is the uh, monkey doctor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's it then. Should we take a quick break? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Okay, we're back from our quick break, and we are ready to dive in to How I Met Your Mother Season 6, Episode 12, False positive. Natalie, take it away. Okay. So we start um, in front of a movie theater playing It's a Wonderful Life. So it's the holiday season. It's the holiday season. And Ted is standing there bundled up and he has a gingerbread house. And they're all going to meet uh, to watch It's a Wonderful Life. But then um, we get a flashback. Mm Mm-hmm. and it's uh, Lily and Marshall taking a pregnancy test, and oh my God, it's positive. Yeah. Um, so in the moment, everyone is kind of everyone cheers, and everyone kind of has their own little freak out that we'll get to. Um, we come to find an OBGYN saying you're actually not positive; it's it's a false positive. Um, but we go 36 hours back in time to see the inner monologues. Yeah, we keep going back 36 hours to see each character's individual freak out. Yes. So Ted, Ted's little venture, he's talking to Punchy over the phone because he's um, his best man. Yeah. Um, So he, um, he thinks he's a really good best man because he's, he has the peonies picked out and he has like the floral arrangements. Yeah. Um, At first I was like, what does Punchy's betrothed have to say about this? That's what I was thinking. But like, then I remembered that she was charmed by the <laughs> wounded little bird yeah. <laughs> joke, so maybe she's she doesn't a, have the best strange, taste anyway. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. She's like, you handle the flowers. <laughs> yeah. Um, Robin is kind of like criticizing Ted as like how he's a bad best man, and then we remember Marshall's like freak out, head yeah. shaving. Yeah. Um, 
And then Robin's little story is about um, Million Dollar Heads or Tails (laughs) with Alex Trebek. Hosted by Alex Trebek. Yeah. So it's like kind of like who wants to be a millionaire, but it's just a coin coin toss game. Um, We'll get to that later. Okay. She, we get... Like, she said that she's always wanted to be on um, Worldwide News. That was, like, one of her um, uh, New Year's Eve... What is it called? New Year's Resolution. Yeah. Yeah. New Year's Eve goals. Yeah. New Year's Eve goals. Yeah. (laughs) Hashtag New Year's Year's Eve goals. goals. Um, Yeah, I guess in this world, Worldwide News is a cable network like CNN. Like CNN, yeah. Yeah. so she did get an offer, but it was like a bad position for like an associate researcher. So like bottom of the yeah picking order, it's a, pecking order. I mean, it's, I don't think it's a bad position so much as I think that Robin is vain and wants to be on camera. She's like, I'm pretty. I need to be on camera. Yeah, yeah. And Ted's like, well, you can start there and move your way up. Just like get your foot in the door. Yeah. Um, but she, yeah, she wants to be on million. She wants to be a coin flip bimbo, as they call them. That's there's, what Ted calls them. Yeah, there's like a woman who like flips a coin or yeah. stands there and offers the coin up. Yeah, the no, contestant she flips, flips it because she accidentally flips it right into Alex Trebek's well, yeah, eye. Yeah, well, again, we'll get um, there later. Oh, I'm sorry, but um, uh, yeah, I guess the official title is currency rotation specialist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So everyone is yeah. So. Yeah, we're, like, back to the introduction of everyone's, like, happy for, like, a millisecond, but then everyone's, like, reevaluating their whole life. Um, uh, Ted is bringing the uh, gingerbread house because it's a Christmas-themed movie snack. It's perfect. Um, Barney gets a bonus, like a big end-of-year bonus, and um, then he kind of feels bad for... He feels weird about his life choices because Marshall and Lily are having a baby. So he's reevaluating things and he feels bad for being single and then having all this money and using them on shallow things. Um, so he, I, this is this is all it, it all jumps around quite a bit. Yeah, as that's usual. a standard episode. Um, yeah. They're at McLaren's. And Barney announces <laughs> Barney's favorite thing, which is like an Oprah type. Yeah. <laughs> like these are Barney's favorite things. He yeah. gives everyone um, limo rides and different toys and robes and pajamas. Yeah. Um, and then he has like limos waiting out front. If you worked at McLaren's, you'd be like pissed. Why? Because Barney's taking all of the customers oh, yeah. <laughs> in limos to a strip club. Um. And then he goes to uh, God's Strip Club, which is his um, stepdad, kind of, who's a minister, or his faux dad, or... It's his, yeah, his brother's dad, his half-brother's dad. His half-brother's dad. Wayne Brady. No, yeah. why am I getting the character's name? Because I was just calling Wayne Brady. I forget yeah. his name now. Yeah. Um, so he goes there and, like, says, like, I'm going to give my money to charity, and he starts writing a check, and he's like, one... Zero, zero, and he keeps going with the zeros, but then he gets a text that Marshall and Lily aren't pregnant after all, and then so he stops at $100, and the extra two zeros had a decimal before them. Um, And, you know, he was still very gracious to receive it for this charity. Yeah, Ben Vereen was still very happy. Yeah. Um, 
Marshall, oh, okay, in the moment of, like, the pregnancy test, Marshall is, like, truly having a panic attack, and so is Lily, because they have that, like, couple ESP where they, like, yeah. know what everyone's thinking. Yeah. Um, so they know that, like, Barney's reconsidering his life, they know that, like, Robin's, like, struggling with it, and... Ted is just like, I should get a Christmas-themed snack for the movie. All right, I took one of your funniest moments. Okay. You took one of mine. Yeah, that was very funny. <laughs> um, so Lily and Marshall, in their panic, they, they're, they like, freaking out, and then they make a list of all the things that they need to do yeah. for the baby, and they do it all. They, like, create the nursery. They do everything. It's, like, a chaotic 36 hours. Um, but they're pretending to be happy, so when they're at McLaren's, like... Everyone notices, like, you look so calm and happy. They say, yeah. we've never been happier. Um, but then when they find out they're not pregnant, they're so relieved. Yeah. Um, and they agree, like, maybe they're not ready. Let's get a puppy. At this point, Ted is, like, so pissed off. Because, like, we didn't see him, like, freaking out about... Like, you'd think he'd be the most reevaluating his life because he's, yeah. like, the king of revelations about his life path. So this whole time, he's just been, like, calm, cool, collected with his gingerbread house. Yeah. But at the idea that Marshall and Lily are just going to, like, give up and get a puppy, he flips out and throws the gingerbread house yeah. and just, like, lays it into everyone. Like, he screams at Barney, like... You're an idiot. You look so dumb in the diamond suit. So Barney <laughs> buys a diamond suit instead right. of giving to charity. A diamond suit called the DiBiase, which is named after uh, professional wrestler Ted DiBiase. Okay, I didn't. Know I that. see. I knew you didn't yeah. know that reference. Yeah. If, if if there is anyone in the world who knows less about professional professional wrestling than I do, it's, it's you. <laughs> well, I know nothing about like sports in general. Yeah. Um. He screams at Robin, like, don't be a coin flip bimbo. Like, you've always wanted to be an anchor on world, worldwide news. Um, yeah, so he basically just, like, lays into all of them and, like, tells them what they need to do. Um, everyone kind of understands and does it. Um, Ted gets everyone on the right path. Robin is able to recognize that and is like, oh, you do have the quality of the best man when I yeah. get married. Um, if we don't end up together, yeah. I want you to be my best man and he's going to crush it. And then we get a tag at the end. It's Barney doing like a PSA about, um, like banging someone in need. Yeah. But it turns out he, that's just his pitch to that's just women his pitch. at, at yeah. McLaren's. And he's, no one's falling for it. Yeah. All what right. What I miss. Um, I liked that Alex Trebek, um, Played himself and yes. um, was pleased that Robin was Canadian. Because, <laughs> of course, Alex Trebek yes. is Canadian. Yes, uh, Yeah, Ben Freeman was great. Um, having worked at a movie theater, yeah, I don't think Ted's going to get away with bringing a gingerbread house into the movie theater. We would, like... When I worked in a movie theater, if you were going to bring in outside food, we wanted you to at least... Be discreet. Try to hide it. Yeah. Because there, are, people would come in, like they would literally get like a hot and ready pizza from Little Caesars and just walk in with a full pizza and be like, "You can't do that." Yeah, <laughs> there are we sell food here. You can't. Yeah, especially now that they sell like actual like meals. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's not. I feel like they're like pretty lax about it now. Yeah. It's not their 
job to monitor what people bring in. You yeah. know, they don't get paid enough to tell people, you know, like. Well, yeah, I guess I should say the movie theater I worked at was kind of an outlier because I worked at the Arclight. Okay. Which had security, like yeah. literally a third party contracted company, like security. Um, so the security would deal with that. They also had a third party contract cleaning thing. So I know a lot of people who worked in movie theaters, a big part of the job is yeah. cleaning up after, after, after every showing. I didn't have to do that. They had, we had, there wasn't a, a separate team who that's all their job was, was yeah. to clean. My job was to show people where their seats were, to sell concessions. I worked in the gift shop. Oh yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I greeted I, the movie, uh, you know, which yeah. is an ArcLight thing that people might know. That you come out and say, thank you for coming to the ArcLight, blah, blah, blah. This movie about your, you're about to see is however many minutes long, blah, blah, blah. And uh, we'll stay through the first few minutes to make sure the image and sound projection are correct. But if you have any uh, questions or any, anything you want to report during the movie, come out, find someone, find me or someone dressed like me. That's what you would say in the And then everyone thing. claps. Yeah, yeah. Just People weirdly clap for you. I mean, anytime it's a, such a weird thing because, like, anytime someone like speaks in front of a group, the impulse is just yeah. to clap afterwards, yeah. even though they didn't like. We're like programmed because you know, like you and I go to like go to like press screenings or like for your consideration screenings, and usually like a publicist will come out and say, like at a press screening, like just so you know, the movie is coming out this day. The embargo is this day. We'll have this this people ready available the for code interviews. Is 2217. Code. Let me know if you need parking validation, and then they leave, and everyone's like, Yay. <laughs> just doing yeah. their job. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, much like you didn't have cable growing up we were very much the family to you know go to thrifty beforehand oh, absolutely get candy we even like brought our own popcorn in like ziploc okay. bags so we were that no, family no yeah part of part of going to the when you have a family of you know four kids yeah it's expensive to go to the movies yeah even without so we didn't go to the movies as a family all that often really yeah. like a couple times a year but part of going to the movies was we would go to Schnucks first, which is a grocery chain, grocery store chain in the St. Louis area. In the news recently for bad, uh, have you heard about the um, uh, applesauce packets that like killed kids? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it was um, one of the they were like made by a third party, and one of the like what was name brands uh, was Schnucks. So Schnucks like grocery store like generic brand was one of the ones that was making people sick and i think some kids actually died i can't remember what was in there but the newest revelation the lemonade um no lemonade. <laughs> no oh. the newest revelation in the applesauce package thing is that they believe it was intentional <gasps> that like like with the tylenol back in the 80s or whatever was it 70s whatever it was the the tylenol got poisoned they believe that someone at the plant which is, I think, in... I don't want to name any one country. It's in uh, Latin America somewhere. I can't remember. But now the investigators think that someone, like, did this on, on purpose. Mm. Isn't that crazy? Very, very crazy. Yeah. And scary. So, you know, it's not like the Panera Lemonade that kills people, um, which is an accident and has already killed two people. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, take... Stop selling the fucking lemonade. Yeah. Um, after the first one. Anyway... Where the hell were we? Okay, more okay. observations. Um, Ted ends up going to the movie theater alone, uh, movies alone, which is great. I fully support going to the movies alone. Oh, yeah, I've been I forgot doing that it since part. I was 16. I forgot that part. Yeah. Um, and the uh, montage at the end is uh, uh, set to a Christmas song by My Morning Jacket, who I don't know if that was their first Christmas song, but it's certainly not their last because they put out a Christmas EP this year. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
should we go to funniest? Yeah, what's funniest moments? Yeah. Um, so Robin is so blasé after Ted has his like tantrum outside of the theater and she says, want to go split seats on some popcorn? Because <laughs> she's bummed out <laughs> that they don't have the yeah. snack. And then he's like, and you. Yeah. And he has a whole, yeah, that's, I'm going to jump right to the end. Ted's entire speech at the end yeah. is awesome yeah. and funny. And I love that Punchy calls him in the middle of it. And yeah. it's like, Ted, I don't know if I could do this. Yes, you can. You love her. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So I already took my, you, what, what else do you have? have well, more. the, the coin flip in Trebek's eye is, <laughs> if you haven't noticed, like my, like funniest, like moments on this show is when someone gets hit hit in the eye with something. Remember the uh, the, the pencil, pencil? Goes, that went up a nose. Yeah. Pencil up in the nose. Yeah, but you, like I'm real like sophomoric in my like. You like slapstick. I like slapstick. There's nothing wrong with that at all. I like slapstick. You've done well, but yeah, I love <laughs> I love Trebek's just like willingness to be hilarious. Yes. Yeah. But I think my thing with, like, I've come around as I've gotten older. I think there's a certain, there was a certain point where I was, like, a comedy snob where I would, like, look down on slapstick because it wasn't, like, sophisticated enough. Yeah. But I was watching, um, well, you bought me, I think we talked about this in a recent episode, you bought me this box set of Mel Brooks, like, TV appearances. Yeah. But it also has these, like, interviews with him about his movies yeah. on each disc. And they were interviewing him about Robin Hood Men in Tights, which I don't remember liking very much. I did, but. But <laughs> they showed a clip from it. Where Robin Hood defeats like an entire castle full of like knights in armor by kicking one of them, and then they all knock they each all other fo- down. Yeah, like, there's dominoes. a lot of that. I laughed so hard at that. Yeah, it's <laughs> so very, stupid. Yeah, I think we're like because we're old, and that's like yeah. funny to us now. Yeah, um, uh, I have more. So do I. So. Uh, Allison Hannigan has a great um, <laughs> when they're freaking out, you know, and then they're like, um, they have to go to the. To, I almost said the perk. They have to go to McLaren's for something. And Marshall's like, can you keep it together? And Lily's like, no, I can't keep it together. <laughs> and then it just cuts to them, like, peacefully yeah. in each other's arms at, yeah. the, uh, at McLaren's. Uh, that was good. What else What else you got? I think I have um, more. I don't remember. I'm going to get this wrong. But it's a Trebek line. Um, he, he, loves, uh, he loves Robin. And he's like... Um, this is flipping now. What is my lid? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, uh, this was only funny to me as someone who listened to the Jerky Boys obsessively oh, as, a, yeah, yeah. as a boy. Yeah. When <laughs> they thought they were playing classical music um, for the baby. Like, mm-hmm. with the headphones. Yeah. It turned out the iPod was on shuffle and it had switched over to Jerky Boys. Yeah. And... Um, Lily says the Jerky Boys aren't funny, and Marshall says, if you don't think the Jerky Boys are funny, then I'm not sure I can raise a child with you, liver lips. <laughs> Which is the Jerky Boys thing, Yeah, obviously. I figured. Yeah. Yeah, yeah some uh, of that stuff, like, went over my head, but yeah. I knew it was funny. Um, I have one more. Um, I have one more, um, and then kind of another one. One and a half. Um, when So Barney, when he, like, talks about, like, Barney's favorite things in his mind everyone's like what like everyone knows what it is everyone's like so excited about it but it's like crickets and Marshall's just like I don't know what that is yeah <laughs> but it's a perfect delivery of like yeah uh, 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 just kind of like exasper- exacerbated by yeah. exasperated yes exacerbated no exasperated exasperated <gasps> this is tough yeah exasperated they're very similar words yeah 
They mean different things, though. Yeah. Yeah. Sure do. You got to be careful with that. Um, my last one, I know I already said Ted's whole speech, but I wanted to sing out one specific part of it. Okay. When he's yelling at Lillian Marshall for giving up on having a kid. Yeah. And he says, you're going to go home, get naked, and lie together as man and wife until Lily is great with child. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was very funny. Um, and then finally, like, when Rob, Robin finally... Um, is on the right path. She gets her photo ID taken for um, <laughs> Worldwide News. Yeah. And she looks great in it. She takes off her glasses, but then we see the picture and her yeah. eyes are closed and she's making a silly face. Um, should we move on to How I Met Your Mother Would Make It Fashion? Yeah. You go. Um, first. I like the Barney's favorite thing, pajama sets that everyone's <laughs> wearing. Yeah. And it's very How I Met Your Mother that like, we see, because the jumping around in time, we see Marshall and Lily in those velour, like, yeah. track suits multiple times. So I knew times it was like an Oprah thing, like, yeah. oh, we'll get to this later. Yeah, yeah. Um, I liked when they're, when when Ted and, Ted, Marshall and Lily are at the park pretending to keep it together and doing a pretty good job. Lily's wearing, like, a V-neck sweater yeah. over, like, a powder blue, like, like Oxford cotton button down type yeah. of like a uh, man style shirt. It looks fantastic. It's getting better. It's getting better. Look fantastic. The fashions are yeah. getting better for these gals. Did you like, and you're about to say, did you like Robin's many dollar heads or tail auditions, audition dress? It had a little bit too much of the floofy stuff up top. I don't remember it. It was red. Okay. Um, and it had kind of like floofy things on the shoulders that I didn't love. Okay. But it was also, very cleavagey, which I liked. Okay, not a problem there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I didn't notice. Okay. Uh, any anything else in make it fashion? Because uh, no. I have a couple more. Oh, go. That I only pointed out um, when Lily and Marshall show up at the movie theater at the end. Lily is wearing a knit hat, very similar to yours. Oh, okay. Did you notice? Or very similar to your old one, not the one I got you, but the, your the old... pinkish one. No, it's gray. Oh, the gray. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she looked cute in it, much as you look cute in Aww. yours. And also, uh, when Robin shows up for work at Worldwide News, she is wearing eyeglasses and looks sexy in them, just like you look sexy in your eyeglasses. <laughs> so, I thought about you a lot. Uh -huh. All right. Uh, what's under the umbrella? Oh, I start with this. Okay, like I said, Ben Vereen is there. Uh, Punchy shows up. Uh, I wrote Fat Phobia, even though I don't remember Oh, because... Barney, like, sleeps with size six he's, women, chubsters. I think he meant... He said sixes. I thought he meant, like, six out of ten. Oh, okay. But well, he, he says, said... Yeah. He's, he followed it by chubsters, so I'm like... Yeah, he said sixes, chubsters, and okay. over thirties. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Not good. Um, but we do get um, a variation on suit up when when he's talking with the DiPiazzi suit. The suit. uppest it's, a yeah. person could ever suit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you have? Anything I missed? Um, Robin, she makes a lot of references to guns, and then when she like she even does like <laughs> gun hands, like pew, 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 yeah. in her pockets. Um, game show host guest stars. This um, is the third. Do you care? Uh, wait. Bob Barker. Bob Barker was on. Who else? Was Drew Carey on? No. Okay. Well, this is the second. Bob Barker was on. I mean, Regis Philbin was on. Regis Philbin. Who's a He's a game show. TV he was, person. Oh, yeah. He wants Who wants to be a millionaire? millionaire. That's right. I, yeah. Of course, like every normal person, I go to Mer Meredith Vieira first. When I think of, That's literally who I thought of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, obviously normal people think of Regis Philbin first yeah. and you think of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. I'm just a weirdo who's like, 
Oh, yeah, that Meredith Vieira show, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So there had been three. That's great. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's probably been more that we, like, didn't even know, you know? Yeah, like, that's true. Alan Thicke's been on. I'm sure Alan Thicke hosted a game show at some point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's uh, it. All right. Uh, similarities? What do you got? Okay, I have quite a few. Okay, I only have one. Um, Let's see if it's on yours. Well, just like um, the idea of having babies. Chandler says to Monica, I'm your only chance to have a baby. Yeah. And Um, then later he goes, two babies. (laughs) And then mine's like rocking them. Yes. Um, In both episodes, there is a check, a paper check. So Ross's check from Playboy. And the bonus check that Marshall or that Barney gets. Um, Also magazines. Um, There's a magazine in How I Met Your Mother and now it's. I don't remember what the magazine was. Yeah. But they're talking about a magazine. Is is it because, like, I know Lily's, like, looking for parenting tips at one point? Is maybe, that it? Maybe. Okay. Also, um, auditions. Joey goes to an audition for the yes. role, and Robin's going to the audition. Um, also, watching movies. <laughs> the Heart documentary, maybe? <laughs> it's an episode of Behind the Music. It's not a movie. Okay. Okay. Um, also, um, making a list. Checking um, it twice. Finding out who's naughty and nice. Um, so wait. Oh, okay. Marshall and Lily are making a list of all the things they have to do before the baby. And Monica wants Phoebe to make a list of all the reasons why she's high maintenance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also the idea of naked ladies, um, in Playboy and at the strip club. Right. And... Finally, the idea of, like, telling off friends. Okay. Right? Yeah. Sorry, my phone's freezing up here. I'm trying to, uh... Making this, uh, naked ladies telling off friends. I'm trying to remember... Auditions. Yeah, I have that already. Paper checks. I have Babies. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to remember what the magazine is in... The How I Met Your Mother episode, because you're right. I know right. there was a magazine, and I wrote, wrote it down. Yeah, I remember that, too. Oh, that's where, I can't remember the name of the magazine, but that's where the DiBiase, the ad for the DiBiase suit is. Yes, yes. Um, yes. But I can't remember the name of the magazine. Okay. Yeah, the, oh, it was killing me. It was yeah. killing me. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, all I had was the baby one, but you got so many there. Uh, all right, it's time to play Favorites. Three, two, one. How Friends. I Met Your Mother. Oh, we okay. went back. And I'll yeah. tell you why. Um, Please do. I like when you tell me. Why. I love a holiday app. Yeah. As you know, I yeah. love that everything's decorated. Like yeah. everywhere they go is decorated with lights. Their apartments are decorated with lights. I like this attention to detail. I yeah. like McLaren's. Yeah. Um, yes. I like the gingerbread house. Um, I like when people like re-examine their lives and you know do i like when barney is even though barney's like not actually like a nice guy the fact that he gave a great sum to charity and then donated all of his suits yeah to uh ben vereen's church yeah um i like that god strip club god strip club um (laughs) yeah so i liked it yeah i um uh I I almost picked How I Met Your Mother just mostly just on the strength of that ending of of Ted telling everyone off yes, and yes. and and how it all came together because yeah. I really liked that. 
But um, this Friends episode it, it was kind of lackluster to me. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah, I liked it. You know what I didn't like, and I'm I, I'm glad we mentioned it because I was going to put it in straight observations. I completely skipped over it when. Um, Lily comes in and announces she's pregnant. Barney stands up, runs to the door, and says, like, I've never seen that woman before in my life, and then goes, oh, sorry, force of habit. Yeah. But because of the nature of how I met your mother, it's a bad joke to begin with. Yeah. Because of the nature of how I met your mother, we see it, like, four over times. Over and over again, yeah. And it's not, it does not get any funnier. It keeps getting less funny. Yes. I, that might be a big part of why, what I didn't like about this episode, is that particular... Yeah. Yeah, I just think the, like... Yeah, the Chubsters and yeah, the like use that. of the word bimbo. It's like I think the the sexism maybe in this episode got to me uh, a, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, uh, in in Friends, you've got ladies talking about dating each other. Obviously, that's uh, that's fun. But also, fun. like um, the fat phobia in Friends. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I had a thought recently mm-hmm. about this. This project mm-hmm. and my assumption, how wrong my assumptions going in were, because mm-hmm. I came in being the How I Met Your Mother guy. Mm-hmm. Two things I assumed that are not do not tr- turn out to be true. I assumed Friends would have aged worse just by virtue of being older. Yeah. How I Met Your Mother has definitely aged worse. There's yeah. way more uh, cringe definitely. Uh, in in How I Met Your Mother. I also just. Not even just as a, a, this isn't just about friends, just as someone who has watched TV and watched sitcoms. And I knew going in that How I Met Your Mother falters in quality as it goes on. Yeah. I think I had just assumed friends would also falter in quality as it goes on. And maybe, I mean, we've still got four full seasons left to go after this. Yeah. Maybe friends will start to suck a little bit more. But it's shocking how much sharper and livelier and consistent Friends is halfway through season six than How I Met Your Mother is. Yeah. I mean, this episode had some good stuff in it, but uh, the last two episodes of How I Met Your Mother were pretty much not good. Natural History was good, but that might be the last really good episode. But I like a Christmas episode. I know you like a Christmas episode. Yeah. Um, All right. So uh, I'd say let's catch up on our correspondence, but... We don't have any. I think people are just, like, busy with the holidays and stuff. They're just not, like, corresponding with us. But let us know. We have, like, calls to action. Yeah, you like, know? Do Tell you me pee? about your pee habits. Yeah. let us know. We want to know all the details, you know. How many ounces do you think your bladder can hold? Yeah, yeah. You know, um, this I loved this joke as a kid. It's such a corny joke. You might be American when you go into the bathroom. And you're American when you come out of the bathroom. But you know what you are while you're in the bathroom? European. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Um, but also, yeah, remember our calls to action from last week. How do you feel about empty belt loops? Was there a night in the on the We're ma- giving magma? you so many gems? Yeah. Was there a single scene inside Joey's apartment? Well, there was. Chandler comes over. Could, did you see the magma? Yes. Oh. Oh. Yes. I'm sorry. It was a reindeer and like a fisherman. Ah. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. Okay. So we have no correspondence. Please correspond with us. We're so oh, lonely. Oh, also props. We're so lonely. Uh, there was a Snapple in France. Okay. All right. Uh, but that means we can move on to my favorite segment to introduce, which is called How Were We Doing? This is where we look at what was happening in the world on the days that these episodes aired. So, season six, episode 12 of Friends, the one with the joke, aired on Thursday, January 13th, 2000. Uh, as far as what happened that day... Um, 
look, they're all going to be winners. But uh, Steve Ballmer became the CEO of Microsoft, marking the first time in the co- in the company's then twenty year history that the CEO was someone other than Bill Gates. Mm. So that's that's all I can find. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, top five songs in the U.S. on that day. Uh, at number five, Jessica Simpson's I Want to Love You Forever. At number four, Savage Garden. I knew I loved you before I met you. I think I dreamed you into life. Um, at number three, Brian McKnight's Back at One. At number two, a very bad song called Smooth by Santana. Um, and at number one, making its debut at number one, a very good song called What a Girl Wants, What a Girl Needs, Whatever Makes Me Happy Sets You Free, and I'm Thanking You for Giving It To Me. Do you think Linda I, Perry wrote that song? <laughs> Linda Perry wrote like a lot of Christina oh, Aguilera songs. Maybe. Uh, I like Christina Aguilera, I, I like her music. But let me tell you, what Linda Perry wants is very different than what Christina Aguilera wants. <laughs> Um, yeah. Uh, what's your favorite Christina Aguilera song, Natalie? Um. Is it What a Girl Wants, or is it like me, Genie in a Bottle? I like Genie in a Bottle, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I guess, like, I feel like, this is the thing about being in your 40s, I know you know, uh, Natalie, but, um. How dare you. Uh, listeners might not know this, that, like, I... I don't know, maybe this isn't something that everyone in their 40s do, but I'm constantly thinking about, like, how does someone who's, like, in their, how does a teenager or early 20s, like, see the world differently than I do, Mm -hmm. you know? Because I remember being a teenager and hearing, like, very synth-heavy music from the 80s, you know? Mm -hmm. And it being, like, I came to like some of that stuff, but it, it felt so dated that I was, like, how did people not know this was corny at the time, you know? Hmm. And I think... The production on Genie in a Bottle is so specifically like the year 2000, mm-hmm. um, sort of like a, I don't think that's a Timbaland track, but it's like a Timbaland ripoff okay. um, that I wonder if someone heard Genie in the Bottle, if someone who was like 16 heard Genie in the Bottle for the first time now, if they would be like, this, this is so dated. This is so corny sounding. Anyway. We're not even talking about Genie about it. We're talking about um, what a girl wants. I also really like, um, come on over, come on over, okay. baby. And um, you are beautiful. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, season six, episode 12 of How I Met Your Mother, which again, it's called False, False Positive, aired on Monday, December 13th, 2010. Uh, as far as what happened in this, on this day, in the uh, ancient capital city of Xi'an, China, I think that's how you say it, Xi'an, um, a 2,400-year-old 20 soup pot was found. Soup pot. But, I, like, I'm always fascinated by this kind of stuff. I remember, like, 10 years ago, someone found, like, a medieval sword just laying on the ground in the forest and it had been there for like 700 years or something. And I think about like, there have been archaeologists for a long time. Mm-hmm. They've dug up a lot of stuff. And the fact that this soup pot just sat in the same place for two and a half millennia. <laughs> yeah. Before, that's like, 
it's amazing. And it makes me feel like, you know, there's a saying that there's nothing new under the sun or whatever, you know? Yeah. But it makes me feel like, well, maybe there's not nothing new, but there are still things we haven't, that, that we haven't come across yet. I don't know. That's how I feel about that kind of stuff. How I'm did you know it was it. for soup? <laughs> That's what I'm fascinated by. Okay. I, all right. I don't know. Uh, how did they know? Like, what was in it? It could have been fruit. It could have been anything. Like, why would it be soup? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there was still some soup left in it. <laughs> There's still some minestrone at the bottom of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, some alphabets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, top five songs in the U.S. that day. Number five, Bruno Mars' Grenade. I forgot how that one goes. Mm. Uh, I feel like we know it, though. I know. I definitely feel like I know that one. But um, it's probably bad. I don't like Bruno Mars. Uh, and number four, the Black Eyed Peas' The Time Dirty Bit. I don't know what that is. Uh, and number three, Rihanna, What's My Name? What's My Name? Uh, and number two, Pink, Raise Your Glass. You going to play Yeah. some grenade? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know this one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's basically saying, uh, fall on a grenade for you. Yeah, he's saying he died for his baby. Uh, And number one, speaking of babies, baby, you're a fine word. Look at that one. Do you see that one? Look at that one. (laughs) Oh, that was a happy face. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move on to our final segment, which is called Challenge Accepted. This is where we attempt to predict what's going to happen next week on both shows, armed only with the knowledge of the episode title. Um, I said that the one with the joke, we have to see how we did last week, sorry. Uh, I said the one with the joke is Tamla- Chandler tells an unfunny joke, if you can imagine, and refuses to apologize for it. That's not really what happened. No. He did tell an unfunny joke, but once he was told it was unfunny, he... I don't know. Moved on. Okay. Okay. I think I might have got a fine. Let's see. Let's see. Lily gets a false positive on a preggers test, and we get to see how the gang really feel. We do. Yeah. It wasn't what you meant, but we do see how they really feel. Yeah. But you thought they were going to be, like, I didn't negative about... I didn't, I didn't speculate. Okay. I, but I know what you were Marshall, saying. Marshall, we get what how Marshall and Lily really feel. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's a point. That's a point for Natalie. And also, uh, like, we learned that Robin, like, wants to be, like, cool Aunt Robin, not, like, coin flip Robin. Yeah. Yeah. You know? All right, I'm going to look up the titles of the next episodes. I but get I'm, a point. I, got, I gave I, you a point. I shouldn't have to fight for it. I feel like it's fair and square. Okay, you got a point. I gave you the point. Okay. Yeah, I need, I, but I am going to need you to Holiday vegetable <laughs> hash. Figgy cheddar. Dolce creamy gorgonzola. Body butter trio. Red fruits in the forest candle. <laughs> Shimmering candy cane body butter. Okay. Season 6, episode 13 of Friends is called The One with Rachel's Sister. 
Um, okay. I'm going to... I mean, okay. Why would her sister... Um, Do you, should you guess who Ra- Rachel's sister is? Oh, hmm, I'm going to say just wild guess, stab in the dark Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cultural osmosis. I know, I know certain things. Okay. Um, yeah, but I'm trying to... So, yeah, I could have pretended that I didn't know that it was Reese Witherspoon, but okay. that would have been cheating, okay. right? Yeah. Um, no, I am uh, going to guess that... Um, I'm going to say, okay, Rachel's sister, who married Rich and lives a life of luxury, makes Rachel second guess her life choices and wonder if she should have remained a shallow bee. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Uh, okay. So yours season six, episode 13 of how I met your mother is called bad news. Bad news. Okay. So I think this is going to involve Robin. Okay. At her new job. Um, so assuming that she is the associate researcher, um, maybe she takes it upon herself to sensationalize a news story, like falsify a news story. Robin tries to jazz up her boring, boring new gig by going all, going all shattered glass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on a news story. Mm-hmm. All right. Is that a good guess? Uh, yeah. I mean, it sounds like it would be a good episode. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I mean by that. Yeah. Uh, that's the end of our episode. We did it. We talked about both yeah. shows. We had a fun time. Uh, you can uh, find us. Well, you can find the podcast wherever you found it. You've already done that. But you can find a post for every episode of BattleshipRetention.com. You can leave a comment there. You can email us at the one where I met your mother at gmail.com. Uh, Natalie, did you forget to say something? Yeah. What? I, I forgot to say the similarities of um, coffee. They get a coffee. Marshall and Lily get a coffee gift, gift card to Costa Coffee. <laughs> Marshall and Ted both get. Marshall and Ted get. That's yes, their bonus from that's GMB. Their bonus. Yes, yeah. Costa Coffee. Yeah. And Central Purpose Coffee. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, sorry. You can email us at the one where I met your mother at gmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter and Blue Sky at Davey Pretension. Um, there are probably some other ways you can find me. If there are, Steph will tell. <laughs> yeah. Um, she'll find it. Yeah. Maybe that's why we don't have any correspondence because. Uh, Steph is on, like, a tour of Europe, according to her Instagram. Yeah. She's having 
so much fun going yeah. to like Christmas markets in Strasbourg, Germany oh, and stuff like that. I'm jealous. Aren't you? I yeah. was jealous too of her Instagram. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, that's where you can find me, Natalie. Where can people find you online? Um, you can't. Uh, but if you like this episode, you should rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your mothers. Give us five stars. I'm doing it right now as I open the app. It's real easy. Uh, evidently, it helps other people find us. Um, let us know um, just whatever you'd like us to know. Um, holiday greeting would be fine. Oh, that'd be fun, Movie yeah. theater experiences. Did you bring candy and treats into the movie theater? Yeah. Or are you a stickler and wouldn't do that? Let us know. Um, yeah, until next time, we're obviously going to be at God's Strip Club. <laughs>